The Open Book on cliffcentral.com Yes, it is the Gospel Hour right here on Cliff Central. A beautiful morning to, uh, to all of you from all of us here on The Open Book. I love mornings, man. I absolutely love mornings. This morning I was up at 5 a.m. to obviously make sure that I prepare everything that I need to do for today's show right here on, uh, on The Open Book. As a matter of fact, my, one of my favorite verses, I've got two, but I want to share this one with you first. Um, it is from Psalm 30 verse 5 and it says, For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Isn't that just awesome? You know, so I want you to do yourself a favor and to meditate on the scripture. Once again, it's Psalm, um, it's Psalm 30 verse 5. And, um, just go and search for that joy, you know, that breakthrough or that divine favor that you're looking for because it is somewhere out there. God promised it to you. He says that joy comes in the morning. So maybe you just need to just look elsewhere to find it. And when you find it, give God the praise. Come on now. Because that's what we do We give God the praise For every single good thing That is done for us Another one of my favorite Morning verses uh, Is this one It says The steadfast love of the Lord Never ceases His mercies Never come to an end They are new Every morning I love this You know For the simple fact That some of the times um, When you when you're in a specific day and you're worrying about tomorrow, you're thinking to yourself, oh my word, how am I ever going to get through um, that? You know, having so little energy to do the little things or, or the things that I need to do today. I think you need to just come back to this first and just, you know, to remember that his mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. It may seem like you don't have what is sufficient for you to get through tomorrow, but trust you me, when you wake up in the morning, you will have it. Just like the manna when the Jews um, or the, the or when the Jews were there um, in the in the desert, you know, for 40 years, God gave them the manna just enough for the day that they were in and promised them that the following day, his mercies are new every morning. It reminds me of that song. If you know that song, uh, for those of you, um, for those of you who were, um, who remember Kitty's Church, because I know a lot of people never really quite, especially people our age, they never really um, quite went to Sunday school. Uh, there's a song we used to sing it just to go. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord. Great is thy faithfulness. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I love music, you know, like I love songs for the fact that I think a lot of scriptures that I remember, I remember them because I sang them at some point. Uh, when I was at the Dragonsburg, we sang a work called The Messiah. You know, The Messiah is where the Hallelujah chorus comes from. Hallelujah. And that is so full of word, man. It is so full of word, of word that like at my age right now, I can like remember all those verses as if I am like what the most anointed pastor out there. <laughs> But yes, we have a lot of fun. Uh, we have a lot of fun here on Cliff Central uh, because that is what you know. That is what the gospel is. It sets us. It sets us free. And I've really got to say that I absolutely love what I do. Just to be given a platform on Cliff Central, which um, if you listen to most of the other podcasts on the station, it is a secular station, and I get to do 
a Christian show or a gospel show, whatever you want to call it. And it is really just such a great honor because you know why? Because I love entertainment um, and I love the entertainment industry and I love God and the opportunity to serve uh, his kingdom through what I do. Because this gives me this gives me the opportunity to really bring the two together. So my question for you is today is this. How in your line of work? You listening? So how in your line of work? Or interest, are you taking Jesus to the world? In other words, um, bringing the gospel or the good news into your place of influence. Because I fully believe that wherever it is that you're working, that God has placed you in that place. Because Jesus encourages all of us in Mark 16 verse 15 to go into the world and to preach the good news to everyone. Uh, my favorite explanation of uh, of the word preach is, is by St. Francis of Assisi. Of Assisi. Assisi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, St. Francis of Assisi, who once said, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. Uh, we don't have to go out there and, uh, and preach, uh, like I do all the time. But I think, you know, it is, um, it is in your acts, not so much in, 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 in what you say that, br- that brings glory to God and administers to those around you. My guests for today are two individuals who are using their skills to glorify God. I mean, these um, these two guys, well, it's one guy and one lady. They're really good at what they do, uh, doing great work for the advancement of the kingdom. They are the kind of people who never do interviews. They're probably nervous where they are right now, but uh, they facilitate and they create opportunities for, for musicians, actors, authors, preachers to really sort of get their brands out there, um, obviously within within their ministries. They are um, prominent individuals in the media space, and they are the following people. Television executive and uh, creator of, uh, of the show Gospel Classics, Tabo Pizzo, and, and Shea Murphy is also here with us. She's the media and marketing coordinator for Christian Art Media. A bit later on in the show, I'm also going to chat to, uh, to, uh, to one of my favorite people, Pastor Ronnie Johnson, who moved all the way actually from, from Johannesburg to Port Elizabeth to be a station manager and to start up a station called PEFM. So he'll be joining us, uh, just later on, um, on the line all the way from Port Elizabeth. If you've guessed it, well, here it is. Our topic for today is Christian media. It's going to get, um, it's going to get quite interesting. And uh, for those of you who want to obviously get into media and Christian media as such, uh, this is definitely the show for you. But otherwise, you know, media is for all of us. So all of us have got something to learn from this. So stay with us as we explore the subject. This is The Open Book with myself, Lois Obala, on Cliff Central. So If you're listening to us live, 9 to 10, this Thursday, the song that you just heard is, um, is How Awesome Is Our God, uh, from, from, uh, it's by Israel Houghton from the album Live in Asia. It really is just such a beautiful album. As a matter of fact, this song right here was actually written, um, well, it was co-written, but I'd like to, okay, let me say it. It was written by Neville Diedrichs. Uh, some of you will know him as Neville D. And he just got a, a Grammy nomination for that. So he's preparing to actually leave next week, I think around the 12th, to make sure that he's there to collect, uh, to collect his Grammy. And I believe that he's going to get that Grammy. Do you know why? Because he got the Dove Award for this, um, uh, for the song. And a, a Dove Award is sort of, 
um, it, it's kind of automatic that you're going to get the Grammy. Well, so we believe. Let's hope that the Grammy people um, agree with us. So, yeah, well done to to Neville D. Now, uh, our topic for today, as I said earlier on, is uh, is Christian media. And you're probably asking, what is Christian media? Well, here you go. Christian media can either refer to Christians who work in secular media or media that is Christian. That is going to be our focus. Um, that's what we're going to be focusing on today. And it can also refer to various aspects of mass media, which is primarily targeting the Christian demographic. There are different forms of Christian media, and uh, there are as follows. You get Christian films, um, which is actually a film genre, Christian film. There's also Christian radio, which is a radio format of music and programming that within itself includes several sub-formats. Uh, we're going to be speaking to Pastor Ronnie, who's actually just started um, a Christian radio station down in Port Elizabeth. And you also get Christian television. Some of you may have come across some of those um, on, your, on your TV channel. Um, and these... Uh, and these television channels, the entire broadcast programming schedule is television programs directly related to Christianity. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, just in the same way that there are also Christian books, Christian magazines, and Christian newspapers. Um, yeah, so nothing much can probably say about that. But there's an interesting one that I came across, and it is Christian video games. Can you believe it? These are generally released by uh, independent Christian developers through sometimes a major company that develops a game target, uh, targeted at this audience. Yeah, if one reads up uh, on the Bible, you get stories like Noah's Ark, the Jewish, uh, the Jewish trek, you know, just for the lack of a better word, and even David and Goliath. You'd probably agree with me that uh, these would make for some great games. I don't know about the age restriction, though, because, uh, yeah, the Old Testament, it was rough. It was pretty rough back in those days, but I'd love to play those games. But as I mentioned uh, earlier on to you, that in studio uh, with me, I have uh, I have Shea Murphy from Christian Art Media, and I also have Tabo Pito, um, who is a TV executive. Uh, a beautiful morning to you, wonderful people. Good morning, Luisa. Good Thanks morning. for having us. Yeah, I hope you can hear that. That is Shea, Shea, the lady, and uh, and Tabo yeah. on the other side. Uh, yeah, thanks really, really awesome. Shea, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with you. Okay, ladies first. <laughs> So tell us about uh, Christian Christian Art Media and just the role that you play within the company. Okay, um, just to put into a larger perspective, Christian Art Distributors is the um, the umbrella company. And underneath Christian Art Distributors, we have Christian Art Gifts, which I'm sure you've seen beautiful mugs, you know, with your faith, love, hope, and then pens, um, oh. diaries, you know, uh, stationery. And then we've got Christian Art Media, which is the movie, as you mentioned, movies, um, music, and resources, for example, uh, messages, you know, pastors' messages like Louis Giglio, Andy Stanley's. Mm-hmm. And then we have Christian Art Publishers, which is the publishing department, which um, we translate books from, Eng- from English into Afrikaans. And we have a lot of local authors under the publishing department. And then also the Christian Art Distributors is the the distribution of imported books um, into South Africa. So my role within Christian Art Distributors is to to get those brand new beautiful releases and messages out through the media and into to the the public. That's awesome. And how different? I mean, you know, how different are um, what differentiates your company, Christian Art Media, from uh, from other media companies that are out there? I would say that. Um, <laughs> 
it would be that Christianity, you know, the, the Bible is the blueprint for our content that we distribute. Yeah. So we base everything that we, we're going to, to get, um, to get out into the media on the Bible and, um, with that, you know, with Jesus Christ as the moral vibe throughout. So do you guys ever, ever, ever like maybe you get books that, that claim to be Christian? Um, but they, uh, I mean, like, but they're not. So obviously, do you, uh, do you, do you actually look at the scriptures and say, this is not scriptural, so we won't distribute this, or do you just do it because it's just, you know, it's Christian li- literature? No, absolutely. We, we have a, you know, accountability to, to Jesus for one, and obviously to, to a board of individuals that, um, we assess all the content first. Being a mm. Christian uh, distribution company, we cannot, um, uh, you know, we're going to conform to the ways of the world in terms of things that we just think would sell. Um, because we, we, like the secret, you don't sell the secret. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing is, um, we, we just have to make sure that Jesus name is made famous. And, um, you know, that above all is beyond, um, you know, any profit, yeah. profit making. Okay, cool. That's awesome. So now tell me something because, um, because obviously there's been a huge shift, uh, with, with, with digital sort of taking mm. over. It's so much easier now to actually get, you know, to get books and songs mm. without even paying for them. If you look at streaming and so on and so mm. forth. And this has, um, this has impacted the market as a whole in a big way. Um, has it, has it sort of been the same in the Christian sector? I mean, like in other words, like how different are, are, are Christian consumers to, for lack of a better word, to your, to your secular consumers? Well, firstly, if you look at the South African census a few years ago, 79.8% of um, South Africans actually classified themselves as Christian. So in terms, that's about eight to 10 people walking through into a store are open to Christian content. Mm-hmm. But in terms of um, our Christian consumers, we do find that we have quite a loyal physical um, product buying consumer um and within the secular arena there's a lot more of the digital sales but we seem to still be doing fine on the physical books and the physical music i want to i want to i want to speak about you now do you know what i mean because you because you're someone who's obviously um i don't know if you studied media or you went straight into um into christian media but what interested you about christian media um, I grew up in a Christian family. Um, I studied journalism at Rao and politics. Oh. But um, my f- very first job was actually the editor of Truth Magazine, which was a kind of a cutting-edge Christian lifestyle magazine. And from there, I was just exposed to such incredible talent from authors to musicians to speakers. And I've always seen a complete excellence, you know, coming from, from Christians and the Christian industry. And also, like, the testimonies that you hear daily of, mm. of lives being changed – that I can't ever tear myself away from working, you know, from not being surrounded by that kind of environment. So, yes, I studied Joan. And then um, after when Truth Magazine um, closed down, I was offered the job at Integrity Africa, which was the because there's Integrity Europe. Yeah. And Integrity Africa was the, the African branch. So we distributed all the, the content from, from Integrity UK and Europe. And, um, I, yeah, I was there for many years and then the repertoire was bought over by Christian art distributors and, uh, myself and Nerd and Cross who at Integrity, we were brought over along to Christian art distributors to, to, um, you know, create the Christian art media division there with the movies and the, and the DVDs and the messages where it was originally just books and gifts. 
But I'm sure there are, you know, there are some challenging, there are some challenging times, um, in your, in your line of work. What, uh, what as a Christian inspires you to do what you do on a daily basis? I think that w- with the product and the messages that we put out there, it's, it's hope. Where yeah. a lot of people don't have hope And it's not like a money back guarantee It's like I know Jesus is for everybody So yeah. I never have to worry about <laughs> The message not working For anybody yeah. in their lives you know And um yeah just the the I get to work with people like you Lisa and yeah. like people like Neville D And yeah. the, uh, working with events You know with pastors like Louis Giglio and you know the passion Team that are coming next week Um I could never see myself doing anything else, being surrounded by such incredible people. Challenge-wise, um, it's time because um, in South Africa, we work. We don't always work from like eight to five. You know, most jobs when you love it, you end up working longer than that anyway. Yeah. But America, and wakes, if you're in Cape Town, you work from like ten till two. <laughs> <I don't either. laughs> but when um, South Africa goes to sleep, America yeah. wakes up. So, uh. so yeah. It, Challenge just in terms of energy level. That's one thing. But I, I love it. I couldn't see myself doing anything else. But um, the testimonies and all the real feedback you get from media and you get back from the public, there's no – it's just a no-brainer for me, you know, to carry on no matter the challenges or the struggles or the time and, you know, balancing like two little kids and, and work. You, you're you going to make it happen because it's mm. completely worth it and it's the reason why we're here, you know, kingdom – yeah. So, I mean, did you go into, did you go into this as a, as a job or did you go into this as, as, as your service, you know, towards, um, to the kingdom? I think it's my passion and my purpose collided. And it just in that way, the story of Jesus is unraveling in my life in the way it's supposed to be. So, um, I think every, every day, uh, wherever you are, whether I'm, you're in a Christian, you know, Christian media or you a lawyer who's a Christian, um, you, you're living out, if you're a Christian and you're living it out, then, you know, that's when your passion and your purpose have collided. I, yeah, yeah, that's the, the way I see it. No, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Cher. But I want to come back to you a little bit later on. Okay. Uh, I just don't, I just don't want to make, you know, put Tabo there in the corner feel like I've totally forgotten about him. Oh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> He's so chilled. I can't Take believe how chilled now. he looks. I'm so nervous. <laughs> Maybe because it's still, it's still morning. Yeah. It's still morning. No, I'm a, actually an early person, hey? I'm, uh, Is it? Uh, oh, just like me. My day starts uh, at four o'clock, but four o'clock a.m. Wow. But around seven o'clock, I am uh, like, uh, uh, Loy, what did you say? What yeah. You <laughs> oh, okay. But you have, I mean, like, as uh, you know, as someone in TV, you used to having long hours. Oh know? yeah, I mean that goes with with no saying, you know, uh, it's part of the package. Yeah. You know? And, and obviously, I mean, like you do a lot of things. Do you want to maybe just give us, uh, just give us a, a, a little background about what it is that you do, um, right now? You well, know? well, basically we run a media house, uh, specifically focusing on television. Yeah. Um, although ATTV has a corporate communications, uh, a division, um, which is very much um, the pillar of the company, really. Uh, um, and at this point, we are growing the uh, uh, the television division. Um, mm. And and yeah, and so uh, within that particular division, we we currently have two properties on SABC two. Um, that's Gospel Classics as well as Life Twenty Four Seven. 
but there's and Life twenty four seven is also sorry to cut you off, but that's also a a, a it's a Christian a magazine Christian. Okay. Uh, show. Um, uh, but I mean, Loy, uh, Andrew and I, and Andrew, that's my business partner. Mm. We are actually Christians. We describe ourselves as Christians in a secular media. Because yeah. uh, there's a whole lot more that we do at ATTV. Um, we've got quite a catalog of shows uh, that we've produced in the past. I don't know if you remember the Coconuts. Um, yes, yes, I remember yeah, that. That, we, that was on uh, on Mnet. Yeah, we yeah. Andrew created that show. Oh wow! And produced that was it. Was an awesome show. Um, a couple of dramas that we've done, once off dramas for SABC. Um, I don't know if you remember Crux. It was yes, a Christian magazine show yes, that yes. we ran for a long time as well, and um, and a couple of other shows that we've done. Cigar used to be on SABC Three. We 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 did that show. So okay. yeah, man, that's that's what ATTV is all about. So as a Christian, as a Christian in media, and obviously you're not just in media working for somebody else, but you know, um, you, you build your own content. Do you, um, uh, even, even when you sort of building secular media, is there, is, is there a standard that, that, um, that you set for yourself in terms of like, okay, let me say like morally, is there a moral standard that you set for yourself on the kind of shows that you're gonna, um, yeah, that you're gonna bring out? Oh, absolutely. I mean, one thing about, um, Spirituality, should I say, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and, and us being Christians, uh, that's me and Andrew, is that what, what your output is going to be influenced by who you are, mm. you know, the core of who you are. Uh, I'll make an example with a very well-known gentleman, um, Tyler Perry. You notice yeah. that in his movies, they, they're always about healing, um, you mm. know, uh, and, and, uh, finding, um, some sort of closure in the midst of tragedy and things like that. So there's, there's always a theme and similar with us, you know, what we do, it's always attached to a theme. Sometimes you don't even know it, but you, you write a script, um, that is meant for a secular platform. And in there, there's, there's a lot of, uh, Christian, Nuances. So yeah, speaking, you know, I so. love that because you know I write I write gospel stuff and um, and some of the times I write you know I write secular stuff. Well, I, I say it's secular because obviously it doesn't say Jesus inside yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, you know, we we like I can understand where you're coming from because right. I like to uplift people. Right. And even if like even if I'm doing a right. circle, I, I don't like the word secular, but I'll use it. You know. Right. But like even if I'm doing a secular show, yeah. all it is is to is to inspire. And, um, it's to bring, you know, yeah. like it's to bring glory to God. You know, God Actually, is a lot of things. He is hope. He is love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Actually, Lloyd, um, the gospel is not meant for Christians. Mm. Gospel is meant for people who do not know Christ, you know? And, um, I mean, uh, Jesus spoke about that, you know, um, th- that, that he came to heal the brokenhearted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um if you if you already have something you don't need it do you so yeah. so um hence i'm saying we we very much are christians mm-hmm. um in a secular space 
yeah. media sector. No, I mean like that, yeah. and that's perfectly fine because Jesus, uh, Jesus didn't say go out to to um, to church buildings yeah. and make disciples. He says go out world. into the world. That's you know, it. Yeah. and um, yeah, John three verse sixteen, the most famous verse in the Bible for yeah. God so, so loved, loved the world. The world, you yeah. know what I mean. So yeah. in the same way that we should, Correct. we shouldn't be off the world, but yeah. we should love the world. Absolutely, and that's how the yeah. world, you know, should uh, should see us. Yeah. yeah. How did you get into um into 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 television? And I guess, dude, I tell you, you what, <laughs> a very fascinating story. Uh, but I'll try and make it short. Yeah. So I think it's year two, what well, year nineteen ninety nine. Yes. And it um, it's on my birthday, and um, this gentleman who's a family friend uh, gives me a camcorder, you know, a home camcorder. Yeah, yeah. And um, during that time, I mean, what we would do during holidays is go to uh, Christian camps. So there would be a winter camp and a summer camp. So this mm-hmm. particular winter camp. Um, I decide I'm gonna take this camcorder, and I think this was around 2000. Yeah, 2000. I'm gonna take this little camera, and and do a documentary at the camp, and just mess around, you know, have fun with the camera, talk to people, mm. you know, invade their dormitories, see what they're wearing, what they're doing, you know, or just have fun with the camera. I just so happened to share a. A dormitory with a gentleman called Togozan Ngosi. Yes, yes, I know Togozan. I actually wanted to have him on the show. And at the time, he was just starting his company. He was already um, a young television executive uh, invading the industry. So everyone knew about him, and he was really, really starting to step up. You know, so unbeknown to me, you know, he's. Looking at me and he's like, who's this young guy with this camera? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Messing around and, 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 um, one night he then asked me, you know, would you like to do this for a living? The next thing I know, the following year, uh, 2001, yeah. um, I'm a runner in his company, literally buying, um, food, uh, for uh, presenters whenever we shoot, wow. uh, uh, you know, uh, cable bashing for cameramen, yeah. things like that. And, um, geez, is it 15 years later now? And, and here you uh, are. We run and you ATT. got your own, and you got your own tubbles running around and picking up. So <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are partners as well, actually. We actually have associates. So we associates, do a whole lot yeah. of stuff together. Uh, he's my brother. I but love that's him. awesome, man. He's, uh, he's, he was really, really used off. And God. he actually, I mean, like, he actually does, you do gospel, uh, you guys do gospel classics and he does gospel, gospel time. Gospel time, yeah. With, so uh, we do that slot together. You guys yeah. own the, you know, you own that space. <laughs> I should come to you for a job. <laughs> no, he's an amazing guy and, uh, he's yeah. done, he's done quite a lot. Do you ever, do you ever find that, um, when you, when you, when you're looking for a station to, you know, to sort of play your your new shows, your new ideas that you have. Mm. I don't, I, I don't know the exact, you know, the, the exact terminology for that. But um, do you ever find a challenge, maybe with program managers, um, or or the channel itself, sort of discriminating against Christian content? You know, not at all, uh, In fact, uh, the most selling 
music in the country is gospel music. Say that again, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. so South Africans are fa- first and foremost Christians, mm. you know, and so, uh, I mean, the gospel is what has brought us through a whole lot of things. Yeah. You know, this country has a very dark history, as you would know. Um, uh, I mean, what they call the liberation movement today started in a church. You know, um, 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 we were told that, uh, there were, there were priests in the church and there was this little meeting in this church, uh, and, and, uh, out of that, a liberation movement was was born, and uh, the song that Zahara sings, Liza um, Lise, Tiko Itingalak. Yeah, right? that's yeah. the song. I've actually, um, I'm actually bringing, uh, if I can just put put this out now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually bring uh, bring out a song called Kingdom Come, yeah. and it has those exact lyrics. Yes. You know, a wonderful song by yeah. um, by, uh, by 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 Reverend Soga actually. Yeah. Um, he was, uh, he, he was, uh, he went to Ireland, I think in 1857. Right. Um, probably the first South African, you know, black person to ever go across the seas. Right. And there uh, was the first ordained priest. And from wow. his influence, his African influences and from his Irish influences, he wrote that song, Lisa Lisa Ding Alak. Wow. So it's How a amazing. beautiful, you know, like it's How a beautiful amazing. story. It's not a, yeah. you know, it's not something that came out of apartheid. Yeah. It is, um, yeah. it is, you know, it just yeah. shows that before even that, yeah. there was God. Absolutely. You know? And so, and so I think South Africans at the very core of their hearts, they know that uh, uh, if it wasn't for God, we wouldn't be where we are. Absolutely. You know, I mean, post-1994, the worst could have happened. And yet um, um, we were contained uh, by God's love. And so I'm saying this to you to say Christian content, place it everywhere. It's well received. So mm. we, we never really have challenges. I'm sure you'd agree with mm. me. Absolutely. Mm. We wouldn't mm. have a company if we didn't have. I want to ask you, you know, I want to ask you both, you know, I want to ask you both the question. I mean, you've, you've mentioned the fact that, you know, um, Christian, Shay, you mentioned earlier on that Christian content is well received mm. by the, um, you know, by the Christian demographic mm-hmm. that no matter what, you know, uh, no matter how much, let's say a digital media has sort of changed the landscape of even print mm-hmm. um, in the country, but that, you know, Christians, they go in, they still buy, they still buy stuff, they buy originals. Thank God that uh, or else they feel a little conviction inside when they copy things, you know. Thank God for that. You I know? always see it as the honesty box theory, like in yes. your B&Bs, you know, put the money in. I feel that that's what Christians really do have. Yeah. And Tabun, Tabun, you mentioned that, uh, you know, gospel music um, is the biggest, you know, is the, is, is the biggest selling genre in the country. Let me tell you what just happened. Um, a, a lot of people don't know this. I mean, I love Kaspar too. Death, I think he's he's lovely. Casper the Ghost or Casper Nuvest? Casper Nuvest, and I know that I know that um, there was a big hoo-ha about fill up the door. Yes, but let me tell you, we did a uh, we did joy celebration twenty at Moses Mabida Stadium. Mm. We were producing that show. Yeah, there were twenty thousand people in that stadium, my man. Wow, twenty thousand yeah, people. The proof, eh? Um, who stayed for hours and hours upon it end? It was seven. an eight-hour show. Wow! And uh, people stayed. Yeah. Um, in fact, when I was sitting with Linda Lanimkiza on uh, post-production, when we we now watching uh, the DVD, um, 
which is due to be out quite soon. Um, he couldn't believe it. And, and, and Lindelani is the guy that uh, founded Guaito, by the way. A lot of people don't know that. What? There you go. Uh, gave a lot of uh, platform. Uh, gave platform to a lot of artists. Yeah. The, the likes of Bo Mams, Bo Nile Kumalo. They were first signed by Lindelani on Sony. Uh, and, and, and yet, this is the guy that knows that gospel music in the country is, is something that we should have and we should treasure. 20,000 people. You know that, um, there's a study, there's a study that came out, um, by, by Harvest, Harvest Media, um, because they obviously have a lot of corporates who want to, um, who want to see with who they can align with. So they mm. did a study on, on the music that people listen to the most, on the biggest genre. And, um, and gospel was four times bigger yeah. than the one just under it. Mm. And they yeah. thought that it was going to be, it was going to be hip hop. Yeah. Or that it was going to be, it was going to be house music. So that yeah. was amazing. Let us, um, let's go over to, uh, to, to Port, to Port Elizabeth, uh, mm. Pastor, Pastor Ronnie, uh, Johnson. He's the station manager of PFM is on the line. Pastor Ronnie. Oh, we seem to have lost Pastor Ronnie. Uh, we'll try and just call him back again. But so, okay. Um, Cher and, uh, and Tabo. So coming back to my, to my point from earlier on. How important, you know, for, for, because it is easy, you know, for someone like me who sings gospel music, it is easy for you guys to do this because there is, you know, it is the biggest genre. But how important is one's spirituality when they come into this? Like, like individually. Do you know what I mean? Oh, very important. Um, you cannot produce something that uh, you are not afraid with mm. or you don't know. You cannot produce from, a, from an empty space uh, yeah. when it comes to matters of spirituality. Do you agree with me? Like I always say, anointing cannot be faked. And God won't be mocked, you know. And a lot of people might see the gospel industry as a money-making you know, um, industry, but... Mm. People want, are hungry for the truth. And yeah. if they see an artist or an author that, you know, isn't living what they, you know, putting out there, I truly don't believe it would sell anyway. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. people are, and you, and you know what? It and, um, mm. and I've always said, like, you know, like, like my pastor's always said that, you know, if God is not, um, if God is into something, you won't be able to stop it. Absolutely. If he's not in it, you won't have to stop it. So yeah. I think for all of the, you know, like for all those who are doing this, but are dead in spirit, it's just a matter of time yeah. before you face your demise. You've got to speak the truth <laughs> on the open book. Let's get back to Pastor Ronnie. I think we've got Pastor Ronnie back on the, back on the line. Pastor Ronnie? Hey, it's so good to hear you. <laughs> Are you uh, well? I'm well and you know you so. Good, good, thank you. Mm-hmm. Pastor Ronnie, um, so today we're speaking about Christian media and, uh, I've got a gentleman from, from television, got, um, got Cher as well from, uh, from, from the print side. And we wanted to, we wanted to talk to you just for a brief moment about, about Christian radio. Um, right. yeah, so my first question is what is the difference between a mainstream radio station and a Christian radio station? Well, in my sense, uh, mainstream radio has a spotlight on marketing and, you know, it addresses life issues where Christian radio, and on the other hand, addresses life itself. And I, you know what I love about Christian radio, Louisa, is the fact that it zooms into the well-being of the individual body, soul, and spirit. So for me, Christian radio has the holistic approach and the spotlight is on you, the individual. So yeah. Christian radio has that kingdom mandate but we cover all aspects we cover aspects uh, that affects everyone so 
Christian and non-Christian can actually listen to uh, Christian radio. So that's the difference for me. Um, but then how do you guys, I mean, like, how do you guys get the funds to to run the station? You still play <laughs> as though, right? Yes, very, very difficult. As you know, we've just started this a brand new radio station about three and a half, four years ago. Yes. Um, it, it, it was quite, quite challenging because a lot of times uh, people think, you know, Christian radio, well, not for us. We will market somewhere else. We will market on mainstream but Christian radio, in essence, has the family. And if we have Christian radio, we have the family because mom, dad, and children goes to church, if you understand yeah. what I'm saying. Absolutely. So, so um, you know, Christian uh, uh, marketing has been very difficult. And for us, uh, that is one of our major um, problems and one of our major challenges that we, we faced when we started. It was like a stranger knocking on a door. You can imagine, I mean, I'm new to the city of the Port Elizabeth and mm. starting a radio station here where I know nobody. It was a challenge in itself. So, but yeah. I overcame that. You know what? I, how I overcame that? Yes. I overcame that by networking and going out and meeting leaders and, and businesses and so forth. And slowly but surely, we, we start growing and we're still in that growing process. Mm. Another challenge was breaking ground in the business sector, and that's what you your question is about. Yeah. Um, you know, breaking ground in the business sector was really, really challenging because usually they they would look and they, you know who's this new kid on the block. Uh-huh. Um, they first want to wait and see what the radio station is all about and and how you know and how how the response uh, what the response we we get. And I must say. Um, you know, God has been really gracious for us here at PFM because um, last year we grew by 400%. Our listenership wow. grew by 400%. It was phenomenal, and for that we can give only God give the, God the glory. Wow, that's awesome. Um, last question, Pastor Rane. How, how can people who are interested uh, in getting involved with P, um, PFM um, you know, sort of either help or, or even, you know, maybe for some of the projects that you guys have, uh, can actually come and volunteer in any way. Absolutely. Well, there's, there, are, there are many opportunities, especially for interns and people that want to get involved. One, well, the first thing, obviously, is contact us via email, info at pefm.co.za, or give our office line a call, but make inquiries. Yes. Um, to what the station represents, you know. First, that's the first thing one needs to do. And not just contact and, you know, wow, I want to be on radio, I want to be on Christian radio and contact us. No, make inquiries about what the station represents and then decide really if you want to pursue your interest in, in, in the organization. And we do stand for certain values and principles that need to be adhered to. So, yeah, we have a, a host of, of areas uh, open, but one needs to have people come in that really has a heart for what we stand for and what we're doing. That's awesome, Pastor Rane. Pastor Rane, thank you so much for taking the time um, to be with us. I pray that God may continue to to enlarge your influence within your territory. <laughs> you know, you know, we pray. Yeah, I mean, there you are. And I think for us, it's about large the territory. But the thing is, um, you already have the territory and that, you know, and that your numbers will just keep doubling and doubling and doubling like the song says. Double wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and hope so to see you soon. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much. And hope to see you soon. Thank you so much, Pastor Ronnie. God bless you. Thank you. Yes, yeah, the bye-bye. same to you. Pastor Ronnie, Pastor Ronnie from, um, that's Pastor Ronnie from, from PEFM.
in uh, in Port Elizabeth. Make sure that uh, when you are in that vicinity, that you definitely tune into there. Uh, we're going to go into an ad break, maybe play a song. We'll see, and then we'll come back. Uh, just have yeah, just have some chats. But but before we do that, actually, I have a wonderful. And uh, not even a surprise, but we're running a competition for the Passion Conference. Now, the Passion Conference is taking place in Pretoria, Share. Um, do you want to just give us some information? Yes. On the 12th at Loftus Stadium, as you said, Tavo, like stadiums, Christians can fall. <laughs> so, and they're filling up pretty yeah, quickly. Absolutely. You know? No, it's been incredible, the response. Um, Pastor Louis Giglio will obviously be the speaker. If anybody doesn't know who Pastor Louis Giglio is, literally go onto YouTube and click indescribable. Well, type in indescribable and um, you'll see what we mean by his messages and how they impact. Um, and uh, the artist that will be performing um, will be Chris Tomlin, everyone knows Chris yes. Tomlin, Israel Houghton, and the Passion yes. Band with the the frontman um, Christian Stanfield. So that's Friday night, um, the twelfth at Loftus Stadium, and then we fly to Cape Town, and we go to Cape Town Stadium to pack that one out with the same artist and the same incredible speaker. Is Chris Tomlin going to sing "Good Good uh, Good Good Father"? Do you know? More than likely. More than likely. Because I think that's <laughs> like, that's it, like his biggest song. <laughs> um, if you want tickets, if you want tickets to the, uh, to, uh, to that show, uh, we're giving away double tickets, um, to the Joburg, one which is happening on the, on, on the, the 12th. 12th. And then Cape Town, you're going to be seeing them on the 13th. 13th. The very next day. Yeah. Uh, the very, very next <laughs> yeah. day. You can, you can either give us a call, 0861 or you can send your answers to Cam winners, so that's C A M winners at gmail dot com, along with the question. Along with the question, now yeah. the question is, uh, which of um, who will be taking part? Uh, you only just need to name just um, just one artist. Um, the one of them, I should pl- play a little bit of his song just afterwards. Chris, I'm done. <coughs> Let's go to an outbreak. <laughs> Keeping it real on cliffcentral.com. Choice. Sometimes you have it, and sometimes you don't. AutoTrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare, and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. AutoTrader New Car. The choice is yours. The Open Book on CliffCentral.com. Who doesn't love Chris Tomlin or, uh, or, or Israel Houghton? Uh, I mean, pff, those, are like, those are like the top guys when I listen to them nearly every day. I won't lie and say, <laughs> and say every day. Um, so, so yeah, please, if you want to win tickets to the, uh, to the Passion Conference, um, hosted by the Passion Church, um, next week, the 12th of February, that's going to be at Loftus Stadium. And then on the 13th of February, that's going to be in Cape Town somewhere. Where? Cape Town Stadium. Cape Town Stadium. Totally. Wow! Nothing right small. in Greenpoint. <laughs> totally. Come fill on, up now. the stadium. Fill up the stadium. Wow! And we are filling up those stadiums, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that is so awesome. So, if you want tickets, um, just let us know which of the artists are going to be featured um, in that, as part of that, um, as part of that conference, or even the speak himself, mm-hmm. um, and email it to cam c a m winners at gmail dot com. Yes. Cam winners at gmail.com. Very, very easy. Just remember cam winners, which is C-A-M. Um, uh, Tavo? Yeah. If people, if people, if people are interested in media, you know, I know that not everyone can get hold of a camcorder like you did and then be spotted by, 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 by Tokozani. Uh, if people are interested in getting into, into be television, uh, Christian media, what should they, um, what can they do? 
Look, I, I first and foremost always encourage people to go to school. You know, school is very, very important. Yeah. You know? um, I should always say, I should always say that, you know, six months, um, or, or a semester can, yeah. can actually teach you 10 years of experience. Oh, absolutely. I and mean, even better. I mean, just to let you know, I, uh, I did drop out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think into my second year. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I just made a firm decision to go back to school. Wow. I don't need to, but, but, uh, where I am right now, you know, but, uh, I, I thought to myself, I want to go back to school and empower myself even more and, and enlarge my knowledge base. So yeah. I want to encourage, uh, young people to do that first. And Absolutely. secondly, just be willing to serve. Mm. You know, I mean, part of my story, in fact, uh, the very foundation of my story uh, ha- had to do has to do with serving. Because I I went in and I said to Tozan, "I want to do whatever you want me to do." And he said, "Okay, sure. uh, go to the shops, buy this and this and that, cable bash, assist with this, assist yeah. with that." You know, so I was a I was a runner, you know, mm. and and at the time that's all I wanted to do. Amen. Um, so so go to school. Uh, be willing to serve, uh, and there's just so much information these days. You know, so we work with information on yeah. our hands, uh, mm. cell phones. Be willing so to learn, learn, learn from industry greats. You yeah. know, uh, I mean, I'm constantly looking up James Cameron. What is he up to? What mm. is he doing? I'm constantly um, looking at, uh, you know, a lot of executive producers. What they busy with in terms of television, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And learning about formats, etc. So, yeah. Wow. Share. Same. Nothing can add. Because no. I completely agree with him as well. But <laughs> no, you know what you can, but you know what you can do, Share. You can mm. probably just let us know, uh, just what you guys have, um, have out at, you know, Christian media, stuff that we should go, go look out for where we can find this material. Um, yeah, I just got a book called, uh, Digital Cocaine, which mm. is about, um, and I think one of the quotes that I saw in there, it said that um, what's the difference between playing, you know, video games and um, and taking a for an hour, yeah, for an hour, and then a line of cocaine. It says, yeah, it says, well, to the brain, it's not. The th- there's no thing. difference at all. It's the mm. same thing. Mm. So it's a wonderful book. But what are the other items that you guys are bringing out at camp? Well, a massive one for us, um, and also just proof again of um, the, the hope and the message of God. It's um, War Room. It's it. It was a Christian movie. It. It is a Christian movie. And in its first week of showing in America, it became America's number one film at the box office. Now that says something. And the byline of that movie is, um, prayer is a powerful weapon. It's as an obvious Christian, you know, byline as you can get. And that Mm. literally filled out the Mm -hmm. the cinemas. Um, and then we have, um, what's coming up is the epic film Risen coming through Sony Pictures. We will have the CD and the book. Um, that are the ancillary products of this movie. So book your tickets to go watch that as the story of Jesus Christ. Um, and one of my absolute most hard hitting books um, I've had the privilege to, to read and um, be working on is 558 Days. Yes. The author is Yolandi Korki. As you all might know, her and her husband were abducted in Yemen in 2013 and mm. the book being 558 days, they were held captive for 558 days. And sadly, her, her husband, Pierre, lost his life and now she's written, um, her memoirs as well as his down in the book. And, um, 
it is the most incredible, incredible story of like heartache and above all forgiveness that will blow your mind. So that is a yeah. book, please. Everybody must read. Whether you're a Christian or not, you will see that through, even though you walk through hell, it's probably hell that they experienced. They, they never lost sight of Jesus. Amen. Mm. Get that stuff. Uh, but Tabo, thank you so much. Thank Tabo you. Peter for, uh, for, for coming over here. We'll continue to watch gospel classics and anything Please else do, that, yeah. uh, that you bring out and also to share from, uh, from, from Christian art, Christian art media. I, I want to end, uh, today's show with this quote. It says, and it's actually by Jim Morrison. Wow. Hello. <laughs> you know, he says, cool. whoever controls media controls the mind. And, uh, there are two things I want to say. I, I want to say about that. Just, you know, be aware of what media you are consuming. Um, and let's all get back into, into supporting and consuming Christian media because whoever controls media and whatever media that you allow in will control your mind. And, um, and I pray that, you know, to the two of you and to all the people out there, um, who, who are in Christian media that God may just continue to just, you know, to, to enlarge your power over media, uh, so that, you know, God we can receive take that. Amen. Yeah, so that God can take a hold of Amen. our minds. Louis Subala, The Open Book. See you guys next week. Thank you. The Open Book on cliffcentral.com.